0: You're a monster. Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how we doing? Pretty good. We're back. Mm-hmm. We're back in action. Yep. Week 17 doesn't eh. exist. We didn't really care too much. The only thing we did want to mention real fast is the whole Philly thing. Yeah. I was not a fan. I don't know how everybody else felt. Uh, but what did you think of that very obvious tanking situation yeah. up in Philly?
1: I know that they didn't have any shot of making the playoffs, but like you gotta take as long a look as possible at Jalen Hurts as you can. Like what what what? why are you looking at Sudfield at all?
0: Yeah, I I I don't even know if it was you know, I think he. I think Doug Peterson came out and said that you know they were trying to win the game, and that they were. He was just taking a look for next season. I think that's total BS.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you looked at some of those throws Sudfield had, you have to know in like practice and stuff like that. He wasn't he gonna doesn't make it. have it. Yeah, no, he doesn't <laughs>
0: have it. I mean, he just got he got demolished yeah. by Chase Young on a few different hits. Yeah, I think it was a complete waste. He just threw some
1: absolute ducks out there too. Yeah, like, and Philly no was actually still in the league.
0: game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was when up. they took them out. Yeah, I feel so, like
1: every game Washington plays is a close game. Yeah, they can't they just, really blow people they just out. Always,
0: yeah, they always make it close. The thing that really bothers me, and again, I, I'm curious your opinion on this, is this has been kind of a strange season. Oh, like, yeah. Right? I mean, with COVID and everything, the NFL barely kind of has. – we've really kind of got through this. Oh, yeah. Barely. It, it was difficult. You know, like, some it, weeks. I
1: think it went much better than I thought it was going to go.
0: Yeah, but I mean from our point of view, but from a player's point of view, think about like the sacrifices some of them had to make. Yeah. And I love this because I heard this from Max Kellerman earlier today, where he was talking about, you know, you you had like these players were told, hey, you can't go out for your wife's birthday, or hey, you can't go to Thanksgiving or Christmas, or you can't do these things because you're here to play football because of all the COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. And to tank a game like that, you know, I mean, there was reports that said a lot of Phillies players were not very yeah, happy with that. Reports, yeah. You know, so I just I can't imagine. And just the the chaotic nature of this season in the NFL that you had the audacity to just say, hey, you know what? We're just going to we're going to pull you, bro. Yeah. And we're just going to see what happens. I mean, come on, man. It's unacceptable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The NFL tanking in the NFL is just weird because you can't. You just can't do it. Like you can't actually. Like in theory, you think it might work, but like out, like in actuality, you can't really tank in the NFL. Yeah, it's you, just it's you, not smart, and it doesn't work. People out. get hurt. Yeah,
0: to be honest, people get hurt. I mean, I'm surprised that Phil even got up after some of those hits by Chase Young. But I mean, yeah, people get hurt. And I remember when we were talking about this with Miami just what a few years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, but Miami ended up turning their season around yeah. and
1: not being as bad as we thought. But but they didn't really like. They didn't tell players not to try hard. They just traded the good players right, and Right. the bad players But, that, again, play that wasn't tanking. No.
0: If they were tanking, you know, like, did Jacksonville tank this year? You know, I don't know. <laughs> no.
1: Clearly, the Jets didn't. Right. Or they would have they Lawrence. Won. They, yeah, they won games, but... Which I just still can't believe. I cannot believe Jacksonville is going to get Trevor Lawrence.
0: Well, we don't really know, but that's what it sounds I, it, like. Yeah. They should. If they're, they're stupid if they don't. But, again, I just think that was really unacceptable, and that's really an annoyance for me. I don't like seeing players that are paid and coaches that are paid to, to, to do this. I would love that job. Mm -hmm. I don't get to do that job. I don't, I don't tank, you know? So it just really sucks to see that. But congratulations, Washington made it out of it, so they get to they get to go into... They get to host a playoff game. Yeah, they get to host a playoff game, and we'll get to them later. But in the meantime, James, just in case uh, they want to tell us their thoughts, all of our listeners want to tell us their thoughts of this, where could they find us at?
1: Uh, Twitter and Facebook at the TFO Monsters, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters.
0: Yeah, let us know your thoughts, guys. I mean, seriously, it was very, very frustrating, and we just want to know what you guys think. We're going to go ahead and jump into our news here, our Monster News of the Week with James, but... I think this is going to be the most exciting news I've ever get to listen and chat about. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty excited. So go ahead and jump
1: it on. Well, I mean, it finally happened. It officially happened. Adam Gase was fired by the Jets. (laughs) And it was funny. I did see some reports that Urban Meyer, to coach the Jets, he wants $12 million a year. You know what? I don't even find that crazy. Here's why. They suck. Yeah, they're terrible. (laughs) I think if
0: you're asked to be the coach to come in here and change the whole entire organization around you need to get paid for it
1: yeah and I also saw that Nick Saban is looking at Adam Gase and Bill O'Brien for his, to be his new offensive coordinator one of them yeah we're not a fan of either
0: but hey it's college football
1: yeah just get him out of the NFL yeah just get him out of the NFL you
0: know what there's a lot of NFL coaches that thrive yep. in in college football and sometimes vice versa especially so. only as
1: a coordinator yeah, yeah, head coaches it gets a little trickier but as a, as a coordinator it's very similar. Adam
0: Gase has proven that he cannot be a head coach in the NFL so send him down to the minors
1: yep so another coach that was fired, Doug Marone for Not the surprised. Jags. Yeah. And then Anthony Lynn was fired as the Chargers, which yeah. I know a lot of, there are a lot of people who really hate Anthony Lynn. I've always kind of liked him a little bit. He had a winning record there. It was, only ba- by a it was games, barely though. over 500. Yeah. It was like 33 and
0: 31 or something. I,
1: I don't think he was as bad as some people think he was. I don't think he was great or anything, but I don't know. that that That's just a hard situation. I
0: mean, in my opinion, you know, his draft capital coming in, he has some good draft picks. Uh, I think he was able to kind of turn around and make the team at least winning. Yeah. You know, but yeah, they need to, for the talent that they have on that team, they need to be playing better.
1: Yep. So, so right now we have six head coaching vacancies in the NFL, Houston, mm. Detroit, Atlanta, the jets, Jacksonville, and the chargers and still possibly waiting. could be Matt Nagy with the bears. Team. Yeah.
0: Still waiting on at least one more.
1: So that's a qu- over a
0: quarter of the league. And I know we just talked about uh, Doug Peterson and Philly Honestly, apparently I feel, his job's secure. Yeah. Reports I, I hear. Yeah. So we've been hearing the same reports that, you know, his job seems to be secure. In my opinion, he needs to be let go. I think it's unacceptable for a coach to take a game, but it's not my decision. Yeah,
1: there's also reports that Zach Taylor for the Bengals, his job's secure, mm-hmm. which that one's tough because that, that one has been the team's just been brutal. They've been like players being injured. There's just not a ton of talent on that team, especially the defense. His record mm-hmm. is absolutely. God awful the two years he's been in Cincinnati, but you're turning I, around. I, an I do understand though. why they are keeping him.
0: They haven't had talent on that team in a very, very long time. No.
1: They've they've had very, very poor
0: drafting yeah. over the last, I don't know, ten years. Uh they haven't brought and in they too have much. Mixed
1: in, they turned Tyler Boyd into something. They got T. Higgins this year, but really mm-hmm. that's it.
0: Yeah. Well, and Joe Burrow, obviously, oh, but yeah. with I, him being obviously. heard, it doesn't really matter. So hopefully he'll be able to come back next season. Yep. But I think it's going to be a very interesting offseason for coaches, you know. Yeah, there's
1: going to be it's going to be a very different landscape next year.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. And honestly guys, I mean pending on the schemes that come in, this could change views on fantasy. So pay attention to head coaches coming in cuz you might have a head coach come into one of these teams that maybe they do running back by committee yeah or maybe I mean, they don't
1: like like Houston and the Chargers those are two very like could be very fantasy friendly offenses and stuff mm-hmm. like that. so yeah, yeah things could definitely change
0: yeah I mean even Jacksonville to be honest though depending on where they go with their quarterback, you got some really good wide receivers and James Robinson down there. but yeah. what happens if a head coach comes in and they want to do a committee at running back? James Robinson's no longer relevant Yeah so that's why you got to pay attention to all those things guys. but we're gonna go ahead and jump into the fight for the fist.
1: We came to
0: fight. We came to take what was meant to be ours. We came to fight. So our season has now ended. Yep. Officially. And we want to give congratulations to our two league champs for our listener leagues. And in our East League, um, Really hurt me. <laughs> yeah, you got demolished. <laughs> um, we talked about it a few weeks ago where I thought I actually had a really good chance of winning this game. Yeah. Uh, but then I ran into a little known, you know, friend of the show, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. <laughs> I decided to score like 56 points. Um, Before I even played a player, I was down 80 points because yep. he had Kamara and Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: also had Mike <laughs> Evans. He had David Johnson who had a big week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think he ended up scoring like 180 points. Eight, one hundred
1: 188.
0: 188 points. So, S.M. Kramer, buddy of mine, Mr. Scott, just absolutely manhandled my team for the championship.
1: Yeah, neither championships were close. Yeah, well, good for them, man. In the West League, we had D. Frederick, who ended up winning, mm-hmm. killed Roex, too. Go get it. Good job. So. We
0: will be reaching out to you guys individually. We will need your addresses because we will be sending you guys our Monster League trophy. So that will be coming in the mail. Really excited to be handing those out. Please uh, take some pictures, man. Send it to us. Let us know if you like the trophy. Um, We will be having a league next year. And if they want to play, I think we did decide officially that they get to come in for free. Yeah. So, So our league champions will be able to join for free next year. Uh, thanks again, everybody that played. I think we had an absolute blast. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, a lot, a lot of fun. So hope to see you guys all back next year. Continue listening, obviously, even though, you know, fantasy's over. Still got a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. which we wanted to jump into next, which was our league winners for this year. So some of the guys that we felt were probably on your team if you did win your league this year. You want to jump in with quarterbacks?
1: Yeah, first one we got is Josh Allen.
0: Dude was huge all year. Man. Yep. But – Specifically in weeks fifteen and sixteen, what was he like sixty nine points yeah, in the two
1: weeks? I mean, come on, dude! I think the only player that outscored him was kamar Alvin Kamara.
0: Well, and that was just because he had fifty eight points yeah. in one freaking game.
1: Yeah, back to back thirty over thirty point games against Denver and New England. Mm-hmm. He was a monster. He looked good. Yeah, and that Denver game was a Saturday game, so you, I believe it was a Saturday game. So yeah, that week you knew. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, had a big edge going in.
0: Yeah. So then we also had Lamar Jackson, dude. This is somebody we've been saying the
1: last couple of weeks has been trending up. Yeah, and he like there were a couple of players that scored more points than him over the two weeks, like Jalen Hurts and mm-hmm. Tom Brady. But I feel like Lamar was a better mention here because
0: he was on your team,
1: and yeah, and you drafted him high. And most of the season it wasn't great, but over like the past month or so, Lamar Jackson was on fire. He got back to what he was doing last year, a lot of big weeks in a row.
0: Yeah, I mean, even Hollywood Brown was starting to pick it up a little bit. Which yeah, was Hollywood Brown's
1: actually been very consistent He's been on over fire. Like the past month and a half.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was literally nobody for a long time. So, running backs, we got a few on this list. And I do like every single one on here. Alvin Kamara, obviously. Again, I mean,
1: six touchdown game. That was absolutely That's a bull crap. I was texting you. You remember that? I was yeah.
0: texting you. I go, hey, man, I think I'm
1: going to lose this week. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alvin Kamara is already at four this, touchdowns. I think this
1: was another Saturday game, too. <laughs> it was. But yeah. And it's, yeah. <laughs>
0: And you're like, "Really?" And and in the time that you text me back that it, really, like 10, he scored two more.
1: <laughs> it was I believe there's only been like four players or something I've ever done that throughout the NFL history scored six touchdowns in a game.
0: Yeah, but I think it's only been one running back though, wasn't it?
1: No, I think they're mostly all running. Back. Well, no, no besides I, quarterbacks, besides yeah. quarterbacks. I oh, okay. believe it's like four or something.
0: Okay. I remember there was a lot that had like five touchdowns. Yeah, games. there's a bunch of fives and then a but ton of But six was yeah. like it's just not normal. No. So guys, I mean seriously, record book game there for Alvin Kamara. Uh David Johnson. I love this one.
1: Yeah, no, he's actually been when you look back through the year, I mean he missed four games, left one other game very very early. So count five missed games. He was still able to be a top 20 running back. Mm-hmm. I think he only didn't score double digit points in one week. And over the past handful of games, he has been very very good. Yeah, I mean he was nice. He was like one of our sleepers at yeah. the beginning of the year. I 'Cause I've always been in love with David Johnson. Yeah, so yeah. I was like very nervous putting him out there as a sleeper. So it just it feels good that he ended up working out.
0: Yeah, especially in your championship games. Yep. Yeah. I mean he was kind of slumping here and there. He did miss some time, which was not helpful. But when he was in the lineup, now I wouldn't say he was as good as DeAndre Hopkins, because that's the trade. I'm always gonna reference well, that. Yeah, no. I'm always gonna reference well, that. But he not. was
1: consistent for Houston. Yep. I think he's I think they're gonna bring him back next year. I think he's on the Houston Texans next year.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think he's going to get paid. I mean, we know over the past this
1: year, week in weeks fifteen and sixteen, both games he had over one hundred and thirty total yards and yeah. a touchdown in each of them.
0: Yeah, he's also getting the receptions work again. Well,
1: yeah, one of those was over hundred yards just receiving. Yeah. yeah,
0: so I yeah, I actually like it a lot. And the other one, man, this one's good for I because I, I'm a big David Montgomery fan. I liked him when he was coming out of college. Yeah,
1: we had been calling it for those couple weeks yeah. before the championship games and that
0: he was starting to kind of swing back.
1: And I mean, again, this is what we're saying. Matt
0: Nagy, when he was doing the play calls, I just didn't feel like he was doing the utilization with him. correctly. I mean, in PPR leagues,
1: he's the fourth best running back this year. Really? That is mine over the season. Yep. Wow. Guys. I mean, if you count weeks 17, the past six games, he scored over 20 points in all of them.
0: Wow. So he's the number four running back on the year in PPR. Yep. Standard PPR. six.
1: So it's not like he's just been great.
0: I mean, I think he was in our top 12, so I'm not worried about it. But still, it 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 must have been an ugly <laughs> season, though, because I remember there was games where I was just like, oh, where yeah, is he, he has, at? <laughs> he has a
1: handful of games under 10 points yeah. and or just at 10 points. But yeah, over the he's, past like month and a half, he's been outstanding.
0: Yeah. And once again, play calling shifted. Um, you want to go over
1: wide receivers? Yep. Yeah, you got a lot on there that you like. Yeah. So Stefan Diggs, another guy who's a sleeper. He led the league this year in receptions. Yeah, and over the past handful of games, him and Josh Allen are just absolutely destroying it. Dude, you know
0: what I know what's crazy to me is, you know, Stephon Diggs again, he was one of my sleepers, if I wasn't mistaken, um, because he was somebody that I felt he wanted to be a number one. He wanted to be a number one wide receiver really freaking bad. He wasn't going to get that in Minnesota with Adam Thielen there. Came to Buffalo. He was probably a seventh Seventh, maybe seventh round yeah, pick this around, year. He was around seven, seven,
1: eight.
0: Mm-hmm. He was, he's what? The third, third or fourth, third. He's the, third, ranked, yeah, he's yeah, the third,
1: third wide receiver. So he's the, the third wide receiver on the year. And it's, he was a steal. And it's just the targets, man. Like, I don't, that's the one thing I had no idea was coming was the target share and the volume he would receive. I
0: knew that, because I mentioned this when I when I was talking I mean, about it. There were only like, like a year.
1: handful of games this year where he saw less than 10 targets a game.
0: I knew that Josh Allen likes to throw that deep ball, likes to throw it down the field. And Stephon Diggs really fits the mold of a Josh Allen. But the thing is, is we do forget that Stephon Diggs is not just a downfield guy. No. He's a really good route runner. And he gets open. Yeah. And Josh yeah, I mean, Allen also, yes. has just stepped Yeah. Up. It
1: also helps that Josh Allen has turned himself into like one of the all time worst accuracy quarterbacks of all time into one a of the best Very quarterbacks in the capable. Right
0: now. Yes. Very, very capable uh quarterback.
1: Another one, Devontae Adams, who's just honestly been so good this year. Mm-hmm. I know I did see that if you took away all of Devontae Adams' receptions, so he's already the number one on the year. Yep. You take away all of his receptions, he goes down to number two.
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean, what's crazy about that is he had 18 freaking touchdowns in the year.
1: 18 receiving touchdowns. Yeah.
0: That, that'll do it, That's
1: so <laughs> insane.
0: What what really makes me mad about it, too, is the fact that don't, don't – I don't have Devontae Adams on any of my teams. I had him on one. Nice. So I didn't have him, but I had Aaron Jones on a team. Yeah, I had him. And he was killing me. Yeah.
1: Because even within the five. He wasn't bad by any means. He was still a very good running back. Yeah. But it's just like what we were used to last year, like having three or four 35 plus 40 point right. games. We only saw like one of those this year.
0: Yeah. Week two or something like that. So for me, it was because everything was padding Aaron Rodgers touchdowns for the year because he wanted MVP. But That's okay. just me, but he did have an amazing season, and yeah, I'm not taking anything incredible. away from Devontae Adams. But it did bug me, he had a lot of touchdowns inside the five.
1: Yep, uh, last but not least, kind of surprising, especially after the beginning of the year, Mike Evans. Yeah, I mean, he finished the year as a top 10 receiver, which yeah. is kind of insane. And it was really just another guy who just got touchdowns. a lot of the touchdowns 13 receiving touchdowns, yeah, barely cracked a thousand yards, yeah, 1006. So Which isn't he normal he keeps, for him. He keeps that streak alive.
0: Yeah. Usually he gets a lot more yardage. But But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, 13 touchdowns, again, is going to do it. Him and Brady.
1: And especially that 40-point week, week 16. Uh, mm. that, that game was brutal. Mm-hmm. Tampa destroyed Detroit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he might not have won you week 16, but he no, definitely he won you week 15. He was
1: inconsistent. There were a handful of games where he was absolutely brutal, but... Most weeks you could count on him getting a touchdown from Brady. And that was mm-hmm. nice to see. I mean, immediately from week one, Brady was just always looking for Evans in the end zone.
0: Yeah, we'll have to see. Hopefully he'll be able to play in that playoff game.
1: Yeah. Uh, tight ends. Darren Waller. Yeah, I mean, the two of them yeah. are on your. Darren and Waller and Kelsey. Yeah, Both pretty much had the same point totals over the two weeks. Yeah, 39, 38. And if you did have one of them all year, they really were difference makers. Kelsey especially, but Waller was also outstanding this year.
0: So I had Kelsey in my East League, mm-hmm. and that's one reason why I was able to make it to the playoffs. Yep. Is because I did have a lot of injuries in that league, and he was the only consistent piece that was able to get me to a to a championship game. So he did basically almost win me a league there. Yep. Last but not least, Logan Thomas. Yep. Surprise,
1: surprise it's though. It's funny in PPR leagues over the season, he's the third best tight end.
0: Well, because, again, you know, George Kittle was hurt for a long time, so he, yeah. he, he's kind of out of the mix. Andrews
1: but, was up and down. Yeah,
0: Hawkinson was, was good, but then, you know, not, not good. Not a
1: PPR receiver, because, I mean, over the past handful of weeks, I mean, Logan Thomas was seeing over ten, averaged over 10 targets a game, and he was a difference maker with like, uh, Alex Smith. Yes. He seems to really like him. But weeks 15 and 16, he had 23 points one week, 13 points another week. For a tight end, those mm-hmm. are – Good those weeks. big weeks yep.
0: yeah and I mean even then like there were some touchdowns he had where he would just take the ball away yeah he is I mean, he he's, high points yeah well. he is
1: a very athletic player
0: yeah I like him a lot reminds me of like a
1: young Jordan Reed yeah except he's not young he's 29
0: okay well I meant a young Jordan Reed as in Jordan Reed was young okay but that's fair <laughs> got it <laughs> Um, cause Jordan Reed got old real fast. <laughs> yeah, he did.
1: Yeah. That was a, like, there were a couple years there where I was just, like, he was like my favorite tight end in the league and that yeah. ended real quick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, so then we also, we decided to go ahead and look at some league losers. So some guys that m- might've been on your team that really kind of, yeah, these are you. guys
1: that you were playing. You were definitely year, playing and all were, year at certain points, incredible players, but kind of burned you a little bit at the yeah, end.
0: Yeah, Burned you in week 15 and 16 for sure. So first on our list is Russell Wilson. Yeah, you might also see a recurring theme as we go through these. Yep. Um, But I mean, just disappointing. I mean, he has been.
1: I mean, he had a great. He had forty passing touchdowns this year, but over the past, like this, like, I mean, this is kind of what Russell Wilson has done over the past handful of years. It looked like it might have just continued through the rest of the season, but he's Mm -hmm. always kind of been a two half player. Yes. One half is out absolutely outstanding, and the other half is mediocre.
0: Right. Yes, 100%.
1: I think yeah, over the second half of the season, he scored over 20 points once.
0: Yeah, I mean that's just crazy. Yep. I mean absolutely crazy, and that's not what you want. Well, you you want those to be kind of be reversed if you if you can, yep. but I would also choose someone of his talent and caliber. He should not be that two-headed. Yep. You know, he shouldn't be that drastic. Yep. But he he really is. Uh, you want to go through running backs. Yep.
1: So Derrick Henry and I put him on here. I mean, he was absolutely incredible, two thousand yard rusher. Yeah, I mean, one of only a handful of guys who have ever done that. Yep. So he was incredible. But in week fifteen, he was fine, twenty five points. But the week sixteen, nine point eight points. It just that comes back to bite you when he had ninety eight rushing yards. Yeah, it's a good game. But when you don't get a touchdown and you don't get any passing work, that's nine point eight points for your championship game. That kind of
0: That really that sucks. host you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he definitely got you to your championship.
1: Oh no, I mean, and even in cost P, it. even in PPR leagues, he's the number three running back on the year. Yeah. Standard, he's number one, but I mean, yeah, he was incredible this year, but he did kind of burn people.
0: Yeah, and one that like, really hurt me mm-hmm. ever since he came back from his injury, honestly.
1: Yeah, he had a couple good games, but Chris they were Carson mostly mediocre. Yep, yeah, another Seahawk.
0: Yeah, no, Seahawk. Chris Carson was just not. He's not fluid. He had seventeen points in the two weeks. That's not going to get it done. No.
1: Uh I I had him on my team. He didn't score a touchdown in either of those games. he yeah. he was efficient on the ground, but he just didn't see a ton of work.
0: Yeah, and I don't know why. Yep. Maybe they're just saving him for the playoffs. Could be. You know, but it was really annoying for me and it really hurt my team for sure. Wide receivers, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Considering the kind of season he was number having
1: number two wide receiver on the year.
0: Yeah. I think he was even drafted in a lot of leagues as the number two wide receiver. Yeah, he was two.
1: usually top, at least uh, worst, top four. Yeah. So uh, 22
0: points over two weeks. He kind of just fell and, off the map. And
1: good matchups against New Orleans yeah. and Atlanta. The New Orleans game wasn't bad, 17 points. But that Atlanta game, I was expecting a pretty Huge. big showing from him. And he only scored 10 points.
0: Yeah. You would have thought he would have dominated that game. Yep. Another one that really hurt me,
1: A.J. Brown. Yeah.
0: Don't know what happened. Yeah, you know, because then he comes out and has a huge game he was in week another, seventeen. I mean, he missed
1: time this year, and he was still able to finish as a top ten wide receiver. And I mean, if you watch this past week seventeen against Houston, mm-hmm. he was a monster he was awesome in that game. Yeah, yes, and he was it, huge. He is a little a volatile of a player. His Detroit game in week fifteen wasn't bad, fifteen points. But against Green Bay, it's a tough matchup. But eight points. Yeah, that's that not going to cut that it. Hurts.
0: I mean, week uh, the the week against Detroit, the only reason he had a decent game as he so ended up he getting that touchdown. touchdown yep. uh, but the rest of it wasn't very good. I think it was only like four receptions. Five for 44. Yeah. So five for 44 is just, that's not what you want out of him.
1: Yeah. Between those two weeks, he's, he didn't even have a hundred yards receiving. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: But yeah, another, another player that burned me, but I'll have his Jersey next yep. year. And Where did you say he finished?
1: He was top 10. He was top 10. Was he eight by any chance? Uh, Probably nine or 10. Damn. So to finish off our list of players, wide receivers another Seahawk, DK Metcalf it was mm-hmm. really just the whole Seahawks offense everyone's yeah. kind of seen it over this the was the reoccurring the thing season. yeah it was just <laughs> not good I think he scored like 18 points or something over the panel two weeks yeah and they weren't great matchups against Washington and the Rams but in both games he barely saw 100 yards receiving that was it no touchdowns mm-hmm. it was just tough yeah, yeah. Was, he, he was top five, he was wasn't, five he? wasn't he Think he might have been dropped down drop? to seven or six. It's between five and seven though. Okay. It's something around there. Because he was two or six. It's between five and seven, though. Okay. It's something around there.
0: Because he was two or three at one point. Oh yeah he just kept he just, you know, again,
1: uh just
0: just having some issues. Tight ends.
1: Yep. So one, Robert Tanyan, another guy who kind of came out of nowhere this year and was a monster, most like very consistent tight end when it was very hard to find consistent tight ends this year. But especially the week 16 against Tennessee. Two targets, one reception, 17 yards, two yeah. points. That's that's rough. Yeah, I mean and for somebody been on a streak of yeah. scoring a touchdown in like five straight games.
0: That's what I was going to say is for somebody that's been dominating over the, over five I mean, or six games Rodgers is a
1: top 5 tight end this year.
0: Skin those touchdowns, dude. Rodgers yeah. has been spreading that ball, man. Yeah, yeah. Throwing touchdowns like crazy on the 2-yard line. Uh I wasn't a massive fan of Robert Thomas or Robert, Robert Thomas, Tanyan, Robert Tanyan uh, just because I felt like his utilization one week did not mimic, but maybe he started the next, to, but, especially the second half
1: of the season. Yeah. He started, he started getting consistent, consistent
0: and then he just once again, fell off the, the face of the earth. But you know, again, Devonte Adams is on that team. So you're never going to be one. Yep.
1: Uh, the other person on those list, TJ Hawkinson. And this one is tough, but if you had him, you were starting him with the Matthew Stafford, injuries and stuff like that week 15 at Tennessee he had 0.8 points and then week 16 against Tampa he had six p- points I mean so I come mean, on even yeah I mean that's just rough yeah I mean it's terrible because I mean it sucks because it tight in like you have like there's no other option especially where a player who's been that good over the season you have to play him but yeah it, it burned people
0: yeah I mean TJ Hawkinson has has been somebody that we've really liked over the course of the season because Detroit's not had much up there.
1: No. And he had been very consistent. And Yeah, he was very he consistent. Was top before high, this. Tight end.
0: So, and we thought that he was going to take a huge step forward this year anyway. And he, and he did. I
1: totally would, he did. Could, Yeah.
0: But then still dropped the ball when it comes to playoff time. Things happen. Yep. But so those are our winners and losers. You know, so the guys that won you your championship are possibly the cost of your championship. Maybe look at, uh, you know, drafting some people differently next year. Well, yeah, this,
1: I mean, these things will view like alter people's perceptions of players for going sure into next season's draft season.
0: Well, keep in mind, you know, part of draft strategy is is when you're looking at players to take, especially in those later rounds. You know, look at those week 15 and week 16 matchups. Sometimes you never know.
1: Yeah, they could be a tiebreaker for players.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I use it sometimes. So. It's
1: all. I, I would say looking at playoff matchups is I utilize trading more for that. To yeah. Try and sneak it by people. Yeah. Hope they don't realize like, Oh, this player has an incredible, like a bunch of incredible matchups leading up to the playoffs and including the playoffs, stuff like that. But yeah, it's always something you have to keep your eye on. Yeah. You don't want to ever miss it because it
0: does play a huge factor into it. So you want to go ahead and jump into our wild card
1: preview. Yep. Guys, the playoffs is here. Yeah. So, first, we have three Saturday games and then three Sunday games. First Sunday game, noon, we got the Colts in Buffalo. Guess the line. Colts and Buffalo.
0: Five.
1: Buffalo six-and-a-half-point <sighs> favorites. 51-point over-under, and I think Buffalo's going to kill him. I really do.
0: Yeah, I was thinking. I was getting ready to say six. You heard it. It's five. I don't <laughs> know why I did that. I had it. I was going to say six-and-a-half. I went five. And, yep. But... I think Buffalo's going to I gonna mean, kill the
1: Colts aren't a pushover. We'll start with the Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phillip Rivers, because really right now we're only talking DFS. Mm-hmm. So his price is pretty cheap, but he just, it's been a while. He had a couple weeks in a row there towards the mid half of the season where he was decent, but he's usually around like 15 points a week or something. Mm-hmm. But Jonathan Taylor, man, the past like month or so, he has been absolutely on fire. He almost had a 1,200 yard season this year, rookie season, 11 rushing touchdowns. In a season where there was a lot of misutilization with him.
0: Yes. Well, and even utilization not being utilized at
1: all. Yeah. Like Naeem Hines for a few weeks was the dominant one. Yeah, I believe he, Naeem Hines is one of the top players in pass and receptions at the running back this year.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. There was games where I think he had like 10 or 12 receptions. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, and I, I love Jonathan Taylor this week, especially in DFS. We'll get mm-hmm. to him later. This is a great matchup for mm-hmm. him. He's been killing it. But besides that, on the Colts side, you can't trust anyone else
0: yeah I mean with
1: with there, there'll probably Buffalo's be someone defense. between ty pascal or Pittman that performs but I mean it's anyone's guess who that's if you to had
0: game. to take a shot who would
1: you go with I'd probably go ty but I would too I don't know I really like good, don't know why it does not sound like a good time
0: no it really doesn't
1: bill side allen should kill it yep stefan Diggs should kill it yep and another team yeah <laughs> That's it. Running back. If you pick one, I'm picking singletary. Yeah. But you're looking at Cole Beasley or John Brown? Cole Beasley. Yeah, that's the one I prefer too. And he's not a terrible price this week, but I do like some other players around that price better.
0: I do like John Brown, so don't get me wrong, but I just think Cole Beasley all of a sudden has just become like the Wes Welker for this team, yeah. you know, where it's just He
1: is a little inconsistent, but he can hit pretty big.
0: Yeah. I mean he, I think Josh Allen really likes him in those underneath routes. And he gets the job done. So if if you had to take a shot on someone kind of cheap, I'm sure. Yeah, Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley be. could be a, a good guy and a good matchup here.
1: Yep. So next game, Saturday afternoon game, we got the Rams in Seattle. Should Seattle, be an interesting game if. Yeah, golf can get out there, right? Because we were we were watching the Rams game against Arizona. The Walford guy. <laughs>
0: hey, he runs the ball well.
1: Yeah, that was <laughs> it. Was kind of funny watching him run, but that game was just that. It was a battle Rams the backups first? Yeah, it was. It was pretty <laughs> ugly in the passing game, but um, That's so gross. so. Hopefully, Goff can get out there. But I mean, even if he does having a broken thumb, how long is it going to last, oh, dude? I don't know. I mean, <sighs> Seattle's four point favorites, and I'm kind of surprised. I would. I mean, I know Seattle hasn't been great lately, but I I, I would put it at like a fifty fifty shot. If Goff plays, he lasts through the entire game.
0: Yeah, that's sad to say because they really need Goff to play and play well for them to win this game. You know,
1: Seattle's defense well, they is need not Sean great. Sean McVay because I feel like whatever Sean Mc, however Sean McVay's game plan is is how good Jared Goff is going to be. I feel like Fair Jared enough. Goff's more scheme-oriented. Yeah, I, I, this might sound harsh, but I feel like he's just a puppet out there mm. for Sean McVay.
0: Mm. Well, it's harsh in the sense that he was the number one overall pick. Yep. But he's not—he's not a number one overall. I mean, there's
1: there's quarterbacks he, he, I'd rather he's have. A good that, NFL quarterback, in especially with Sean McVay and stuff like that, he can have like some absolutely beautiful deep throws and stuff like that. But like if he's getting harassed by the defense and stuff like that, you can just tell he's just not comfortable out there. So Rams, Goff, no, no for DFS. Yep, Robert Woods and Cooper Cooper Cup is on the COVID nineteen list right now. So we'll see if he gets out there. Seahawks have a terrible defense, but like, can you trust playing either of them?
0: It depends. If Goff plays, if, then you can, way, you can do I it. Either way,
1: I prefer Woods. Right. I always prefer Woods. but And then the other discussion is Cam Akers. He's, he <sighs> every, was bad last week time. against Arizona, but he got a ton of the volume. It was all him on the ground, pretty much.
0: But the passing work, though.
1: Yeah. He, and he looks good out there when he has the ball he in his does. hands. He does. He looks great. He was just great. getting bottled up last week. I don't think K-Makers is terrible.
0: I don't think Seattle's front four is, is as dominant. But, um, I yeah, I, to me, all of this just depends on if Jared Goff's going to be out there. If Jared Goff's not going to be out there, the only person I'm playing yeah. on this team is Robert Woods.
1: That's it. If Goff's not out there, I do think that's you might question. be able to play K-Makers.
0: I just don't know. That one's That one's tough for me.
1: Yeah, if Goff's not out there, Woods would be hard to play in DFS this week. Mm -hmm. I honestly kind of lean Cam Akers the only player I'd play. His price isn't bad. He's cheap. So you might be able to find some savings this week, especially this week. You're going to want to find your studs and pay up where you can. So savings is going to be hard. So he might be an option for people, but it's still tough. Yeah. Seattle side, though, probably gets even tougher. The Rams yeah. defense is still performing. Yeah. Russell Wilson, I think is, you cannot play. Carson, I mean, these teams just played a couple weeks ago. It wasn't very pretty.
0: No, it, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, You pulling it up real quick?
1: Yeah, I got it. I'm yeah, going. he did not have a good game. Neither did DK or Tyler Lockett. I honestly, not really looking at anyone in this game for the Seahawks. Yeah, they're, they're it's someone, sad. someone's going to perform, I feel like. But again, like, who do you pick? Because yeah. if I had to pick, I'd probably go Carson.
0: Out of all three? Yeah. Really? I think I'd take my shot on DK. But I mean, again, it's just Jalen Ramsey. is
1: really just a price thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Jalen Ramsey's going to be covering him, too. So it's like, you know, I could take my shot on DK, but. His price is probably the highest of all three, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. So then, yeah, Carson would make sense. It sucks.
1: Yep. So the Sunday Saturday night game sucks. An 11-win team <laughs> is on the road playing a 7-win team. Yeah. And they're 8-point favorites on the road. It's Tampa and Washington.
0: I've actually wanted to really talk about this game, though.
1: Yeah, I do think this is either going to be an absolute bloodbath or a sneaky okay game.
0: So I'm going with the sneaky okay game.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: So here's why. So I kind of lean bloodbath. I know you do, and that's fine. But here's why: is I I'm not saying that Tampa. I do think Tampa's going to win this game. I don't think Washington's going to win this game. Because I I never count it's out Tom the, Brady. It's just the offense, right? But here here here's where I think Mike Evans may not play this week. Might, yeah, might not. Yeah, he that's might not be playing this week. Yeah, I'm so glad that you could brought be huge. that up
1: because I almost forgot about it.
0: Yeah, so Mike Evans might not be in the lineup this week.
1: I did see that he has no ligament damage or anything like that, but that's going to he, still he's him. Have to be a game time. Decision. Yeah,
0: he's they're still babying him. And again, if you think you're gonna win this game, you might not necessarily want to play Mike Evans because you don't you need him for the rest. Yeah, of the Yeah, but players. I don't think
1: you can do that. I don't think you can either. If he's healthy, he has to play.
0: Just bringing it up because I don't know. Now, they still do have Antonio Brown, Chris and Godwin, Chris Godwin, and Godwin and Rob, Scottie Miller. Rob yeah. Gun- yeah, I
1: mean, they still got a bunch I think of people. They, yeah, I think they would win even if they don't have Mike Evans.
0: But I remember all of the games where Tom Brady struggles is when there's pressure on the quarterback. Yep. And when he has to maneuver and he can't get the ball out quick enough and he's waiting for those downfield, Dude, the front four on <laughs> Washington is very good. Yep. now. I did see that Chase Young came out after their game and was like, I'm coming for you, Tom Brady. He needs to watch what he asks for. <laughs> dude, dude, you're a rookie, and Tom Brady is one of the best quarterbacks in the league.
1: I know, it's crazy. Let's be Brady careful. Brady threw 40 touchdowns this year.
0: Right, but let's be careful. But I do think Washington's defense could possibly give Tampa enough fits to make this a closer game.
1: When think, Alex Smith think, is
0: quarterback, hold up. When Alex Smith is quarterback in you you can't sit now, he did get hurt last week. We'll yeah. see what happens. But when he's in the lineup and healthy, that team looks like a winning team.
1: They do, but they're still ugly games.
0: They are, but they find ways to win. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Like that's it doesn't matter how you win. It's it's all if you win. <laughs> yeah. So I I still think that this game may. I'm gonna give Washington some credit here. They may be closer than it than anticipated. What was the stat line? 8 points?
1: Yeah, they're 8 point favorites. Tampa. 8 point
0: favorites. They might win by 7, but I, I don't know. I think the
1: first half's going to be close. I don't I think, think it's going to be 20 points. No. I don't think no, it's no, going to be like a 20, 20 point.
0: I think it's going to be maybe a touchdown. That that
1: might be it. Yep. So, but as far as Tampa wide receivers go, if we're looking at for DFS, I think Godwin, I mean, he's the most high he's the highest priced. And that I feel like that's mostly coming so, off last Here's week's where I'm gonna go. Big, big game.
0: If Mike Evans is not playing Antonio Brown all the way.
1: Yeah, and he's much cheaper. Like much cheaper.
0: And if Mike Evans does play, where's Mike Evans in relationship? He's in the middle. So I would take Mike Evans.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't hate that. I do think Godwin this week is gonna be hard because I'm gonna prefer to pay for running backs this week. You're right. So yeah, I agree with you there. I'm not touching any of Tampa's running backs. Brady You can look at him. Washington side, though. I mean, Mm. you're not looking at Alex Smith. No. Terry is just going to be really hard to look at. He really is. He's not super expensive or anything, but there's players cheaper than him like Deontay Johnson, A.J. Brown I like, Jarvis Landry I like more. Right. There's some other players I like more. Yeah. And Antonio Gibson, since he's been back from his injury, it has been pretty rough. Yeah.
0: And he's going up again against the defense. That's pretty solid.
1: Yeah, I think really the only player I'm looking at heavily in Washington's Logan Thomas. Right.
0: Because it's going to be hard this week with tight ends. Yep. Because <laughs> your main two tight ends aren't even playing this yep. week. One of them is not playing at all in the playoffs. Yep. So tight ends is going to be rough. So Logan Thomas is a good one.
1: Yep. So Sunday games, the noon game, which I think is going to be the best game of the week. Yeah. Ravens in Tennessee. Baltimore's three-point favorites on the road. Mm. Uh I don't know. But see, this is the hard part cuz Tennessee at their like when they're performing to their best abilities, I think they are an incredibly scary team.
0: I think they can outscore any team yeah. in the playoffs in my well, opinion. Well, I feel like
1: they can impose their will better than pretty much most teams in the league. Right. But they are just I've just never been able to figure them out over the past couple of years cuz they are just so hot and cold sometimes.
0: Well, I think a lot's their defense. You know, I feel like a lot of games they have to outscore the other team they have the power to do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just they need their defense to make stops. Baltimore has been trending up. You know, yep. Lamar Jackson's been playing well, and Baltimore's defense is also pretty solid. Yeah, so I do think this is going to be um, a very interesting matchup. Yeah, I'm, I'm. This is gonna. This is the. I have this game and. The night game circled. Those yeah. are the two games that I'm really going to be watching closely. So
1: for Ravens side, Lamar he is the most high he's the highest priced quarterback this week on the week. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's going to be hard to fit him in this week. I wouldn't take him this week. J.K. Dobbins I do like. He's in the mid pack of running backs. I think he's a good play. And Marquise Brown is pretty cheap. I like him a lot. He's been very consistent. He hasn't had like any big weeks, but he's been. Over double-digit points for over, I think it's over six straight weeks or something. Mm-hmm. Seems like he's getting back to it. And Andrews is an okay tight end play.
0: Yeah, because again, tight ends are going to be really weak this yeah. week. So uh, Tennessee side, I'm obviously I'm going AJ Brown for sure. Yeah. Derrick Henry for sure.
1: If you can, if you can if pay you can up, pay up because Derrick Henry is is he the super, highest? On the- oh yeah, and he is super expensive, ninety two hundred dollars. And AJ Brown is the second highest priced, really wide receiver. 71, which isn't a ton of money, but it's still, I feel like it's going to be kind of hard to fit him in there when we get to some of my picks later, who I like. But if you can, I think they're both good plays. Mm -hmm. I would probably, obviously, prefer Derrick Henry. Yeah. In this game at Tannehill, I do like. Just because the quarterbacks this week, he's in the Mm mid-pack. God, I
0: just, I keep watching that deep throw that he threw to A.J. Brown to win that game.
1: I know, it's funny, we were watching it and sleeper every time. Ruins they hit it. like five, ten seconds earlier. I saw it. I just saw. It. I didn't click on it. it. Just said Tennessee made a big play. We didn't know and how said, big. Yeah, I said Tennessee made a big play. I was like, "What?" Like, look at the TV, and we looked at it, and we just saw Ryan Tannehill cock his arm back and throw it like fifty yards down the field. AJ Brown, yeah, man. It was just it was awesome. Jeez. He's so good. Yeah, they had He's like so they had like thirty seconds left to win that game, and gotta did get him it. on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's he's quickly becoming one of my favorite Cor- receivers. Corey Davis, I'm not looking at. John U. Smith, I'm not looking at.
0: No. All right.
1: So Sunday afternoon game. I think this is gonna be a stinker. Yeah, it's gonna a be a bloodbath. Big bath. bad stinker. This is the bloodbath that I think is gonna happen this week. Let's hope, because it'll just get Matt Nagy out the door. Yeah. So we're talking about Chicago and New Orleans. It's in New Orleans. In yep. New Orleans, guess the line.
0: Uh thirteen. Ten. Okay. Yeah, 13's a lot. Well, I, I really don't think Chicago's good. Yep. So they barely
1: snuck in. So Chicago first. Who are you playing? David Montgomery? Yeah, I like him this week and Allen Robinson I like this week. Okay. That's it. I'm not looking at Mitch. Too inconsistent. Yeah. Tight ends. Both are too inconsistent. One sees the end zone targets. One just sees normal targets. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It was nice to see Darnell Mooney had a ton of targets last week. Yeah, that was insane. And he's still, I mean, he had a good game, but he's still very inconsistent.
0: Yeah, I, re- I really do like Darnell Mooney. Yeah, he's
1: a good piece, a little especially in dynasty leagues. But.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It, he's got to get a little bit more consistent, but maybe let will take a step up. He might be the number two next year in that team.
1: I think honest. he's the number two already. Well, go back and forth with it. Uh, New Orleans side. There's a big question mark out there. Yeah. It, Michael Thomas could play in this game. I did see some reports that. He could have played through this injury, but they put him on IR just to be safe. They knew they had their playoff spot locked up. Mm-hmm. So if he gets out there, I don't hate him. I like other options better. But Breeze, I do not think you can play. But Alvin Kamara, if you can pay up, I don't think he's a terrible play. He is expensive, but he is yeah. Alvin Kamara, and yeah. Jared Cook is an uh, yeah. It's you okay. can look at you him. Can if look you want. At him.
0: Where's Allen Robinson? Or not Allen Robinson? Where's uh, Michael Thomas and DFS right now? Just in case if he does play,
1: he's like right around like the tenth highest price, sixty four hundred dollars. So that's not bad. It's, I not, mean, it's not. It's not. that really, could be it's huge. Really not bad, that but could it be huge if he Chicago, plays. It is against Chicago. Yeah, he's only had like one good game all year. He will be coming <laughs> off an ankle injury.
0: Yeah, he's been a little sloppy, but you know things happen when you have an ankle injury.
1: Yep. So the Sunday night game.
0: Yeah. So I have this game circled, and here's why. Is because I don't really know what's going to happen. Right. I don't either. Pittsburgh, I would have normally have said this would be a monster bloodbath. And they are that's kind
1: of how Vegas is seeing it.
0: I don't understand how because Pittsburgh's not been very yeah, good in the last few six
1: weeks. Point favorites. It's in Pittsburgh, Cleveland versus Pittsburgh, if we didn't mention Cleveland. Yeah. They just played week seventeen. Ben didn't play. All the receivers played. Running James Conner was out there. Mason and if, Rudolph, if you guys haven't noticed, he stinks. He still stinks. Yeah, he's, he's still, still awful. Good.
0: He did, however, he did not throw any helmets this time, yeah. or whatever.
1: You know? <laughs> well, he didn't get a helmet thrown at him, him, whatever
0: it was. Yeah, yeah they they ended up uh, being able to to not try to kill each other. Uh, but yeah, he still sucks, and I I think the thing that worries me is is what is it going to look like? Because Ben has been really bad after that loss. Yeah,
1: he had one good game over the past like month or so, but yeah, the offense has just been very inconsistent. Defense hasn't looked really crisp. Not as good. They're still very good, though. Yeah. So, Cleveland side, not looking at Baker at all. He kind of felt he had a couple, like three weeks there where he was very good. He's fallen back to earth. I do like Nick Chubb a lot this week, and I like Jarvis Landry a lot this week. And I think Austin Hooper you can look at at tight end if you're trying to save some money. Yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh side, Ben, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I went back and forth. We can get to it more in depth later for the DFS picks, but him and Ryan Tannehill are back to back. They're very similar price. Ben Roethlisberger is a little bit cheaper. Ben does have the better matchup, Mm -hmm. but that's it. That's I I just, I really struggled with that decision.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, a couple weeks ago when he was playing, I think we were, we were texting and I was like, I've never seen Ben Roethlisberger look so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like he just looks so uncomfortable. The wide receivers weren't running the right routes. He's throwing balls behind like it he looks so bad and that was a good two weeks in a row yep. and then he didn't play last week so I, we didn't necessarily know what we were going to look at so coming into to yeah, this game yeah i really
1: wish ben played last week that would have been I, nice i'm curious if he was hurt i don't know
0: they weren't going to they won't say anything ben wouldn't say anything Yeah,
1: and even when ben does say he hurt he is hurting it's usually like he's in a walking boot for a couple days and he's back out the next week.
0: Right. Like he's a, he is a tough guy. I'm not going to say I, I'll give him some credit. He there. does
1: exaggerate a little bit,
0: but yeah, he does exaggerate a little bit at times, but I don't know. I, I haven't heard any reports that if he was hurt or not, but there's a reason why he didn't play, but yeah. everybody else did.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm definitely going to have a lineup this week with Ben in it, but I, it, that, that's just a really tough one.
0: So we do have to also mention, cause I know you mentioned Nick Chubb. Let's, um, Maybe tailor that back just a little bit. Where's his price at this week? Nick Chubb? Yeah.
1: He's not like up there with Derek Henry and Alvin Kamara. He's like the fifth highest price, $6,700. So here's like.
0: here's what I'm saying. Here's the reason I'm bringing it up. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. You go. Okay. So here's the reason why I'm bringing it up is there was reports that came out today that the Browns had to shut their facility down for COVID reasons. Uh-huh. So Joe Batonio. Well, which saw
1: is, um, Kevin Stefanski. Had to quarantine. Te- yeah.
0: Yeah. He tested positive. Um, but Joe Petonio, their all pro freaking guard, <laughs> basically the the only reason why their offensive line is even decently good this year, yeah. may not be able to play because of COVID restrictions. That worries me as far as if you're gonna take a shot on Nick Chubb.
1: Yeah, uh I guess. We'll Especially know more if Kevin by... Stefanski's not gonna be at that game either. Yeah. But I feel like the Browns offense is kind of on autopilot, just run the ball a lot. They're a one run trick, yeah, one trick pony pretty much. right now. Yeah. So yeah, Steelers. So back to the Steelers side. Yep. I'm not looking at James Connor.
0: Nope.
1: I do really like Deontay Johnson this oh, week. Oh, of
0: course. I love him.
1: And Eric Ebron's also on the COVID nineteen list. If he can get mm-hmm. back out there, he's not a bad tight end play. But between Juju and Claypool, Claypool I'm not looking at, at all. He had a good game last week. It was with Mason Rudolph. And then Juju, he's, he's been good, but looking at his price, there's other guys I prefer better. I mean, you can only play so many guys.
0: True. What about Connor? Did you say Connor already? Yeah,
1: no, no Connor.
0: No Connor. So there you go. Uh, you know, at the end of it all, uh, we'll see who gets to go play uh, the Chiefs next week. I'm, I'm really excited to see the Chiefs play. And then Green Bay, right? Yep. So it'll be fun playoffs are here boys let's go ahead and jump into our dfs picks
1: yep so quarterbacks i do like josh allen a lot this week he's the second highest price if i'm paying up for quarterback he's the guy i'm paying up for 100 and then like i mentioned i was debating between these two guys ryan Tannehill and ben roethlisberger i ended up giving the edge to ryan Tannehill. yeah five hundred dollars more expensive than ben roethlisberger he has been performing better over the past handful of weeks yeah he's the guy i lean with yeah, which really stinks because
0: he's got the he's definitely got the worst matchup. Yeah, he's playing Baltimore. So normally I would have I would have gone I'd go Big Ben.
1: That's the guy who you would pick.
0: Well, I said normally. Okay. Just because he's playing freaking Cleveland, mm-hmm. and even in the playoffs, I mean, Cleveland probably shouldn't necessarily be here, but I just don't know what I'm going to get out of him. So I think if you're going to try and play it safe, maybe have a lineup with Tannehill. But if you're going to go upside, man, I really would rather go with Big Ben.
1: Okay, I don't hate that opinion. So running backs, yep.
0: um, obviously, uh, Jonathan Taylor versus Buffalo. Yeah, gonna I think be good. he's.
1: Just, I mean, if you could somehow afford Derrick Henry, I like him. Alvin Kamara. I think I like Jonathan Taylor more than Alvin Kamara, even if they were the same price, which yep. they're not. Jonathan Taylor's substantially cheaper than Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. So I I do like Jonathan Taylor a lot this week versus Buffalo. It's a good matchup. I mm-hmm. also I do like Nick Chubb. Him and David Montgomery, I debated between back them back and forth, but David Montgomery is going up against the Saints. Mm-hmm. That is a good run defense. Yep, I like them both. But then J.K. Dobbins, if you're trying to save some money, I do like him versus Tennessee, sixth highest price. Yeah, I, I am trying to pay it for running back this week.
0: Yeah, keep in mind David Montgomery against the Saints. What the Saints had like what was it 56 games or something where they didn't allow a hundred yard rusher this year until the Eagles game, and. I think they're back to it. I don't think they've allowed one since. Yeah. So, I would be very nervous to play David Montgomery this week.
1: Yep, and it, there is Cam Akers who is substantially cheaper, but that that's going to have to be your gut call on you. <laughs> like yeah, for that, sure. That one's that one would be hard to do for sure. But if I was paying far, that far down for running back, he's my favorite one.
0: It, yeah, I mean, if if you have to save some money at running back, maybe that would be a good, that's a yep. good choice in my opinion too. Uh, wide receivers, Allen Robinson, we really like against New Orleans. Yep. Uh, Sixty six.
1: He's, I mean, this is like my favorite guy like up there, and he's the sixth highest-priced wide receiver. Yeah. Looking at the other ones, because this is where I'm trying to save some money if I can. Like, Stephon Diggs is very expensive. A.J. Brown, not a great matchup. Chris Godwin is iffy. And then you have Tyler Lockett, D.K. Metcalf ahead of him. Right. So, Alan Robinson I do like a lot this week.
0: Yeah, we also have Deontay Johnson against Cleveland. Yeah, I love this play. He's he's finally the 11th. You know, he's been in like the 30s and 40s all sinking season. Yep. So. I had to wait till the playoffs to get him boosted this high, but he he always gets the targets, yep. always gets the targets. So he'd be a great option. Jarvis Landry, yep, against Pitt, 5, 14th. If you're gonna have to go with a wide receiver at, on Cleveland, if you're gonna take a shot with Baker, Landry is the guy that you yeah, have to go been,
1: with. Over the past month and a half, he's been very good.
0: He's been getting touchdowns almost every game. Yep. Uh, last but not least, Marquise Brown against uh tennessee yep 5400 16th overall really really good price great
1: matchup and yeah good price and
0: again him and jackson are starting to get their stuff together yep they're starting to get that connection again do you still have it up do you have what's antonio
1: brown's he's 100 dollars cheaper than deontay johnson
0: Okay, yeah, I'd go Deontay too. Yeah. Okay, that's totally fine. It, but
1: it, I, I, I I, was looking at Antonio Brown pretty heavily. I do like him as a player. Yeah, he he would be an okay especially matchup if to if have. Especially to. if Evans is out, I might even then give him the bump ahead of Deontay. Yeah, but definitely.
0: Because, I mean, with Mike Evans out the second half or half I the mean, game last week, he was. Yeah, because the one thing,
1: Antonio Brown will have the tougher matchup over Deontay Johnson versus Washington, but it's still a good play. Right. Cool. Tight ends. Um.
0: Again, guys, this is a v- we've been so weak at tight ends all yeah. in year. This is gonna be very difficult, but take your shots on Logan Thomas or Austin Hooper.
1: Yep, I, Andrews is the most expensive. He's only three hundred dollars more than Logan Thomas. I just I don't just, know. Yeah, I, I went just don't Logan, know if I go yeah, there. Yeah, we went Logan Thomas and then Austin Hooper. He has been seeing a bunch of targets over the past handful of weeks. I like him, and if but if Eric Ebron does clear COVID nineteen. That's for this it, game, he's $200 cheaper than Austin Hooper. I would prefer Ebron over Hooper. Yeah, for sure. But I, I I do see them very similarly.
0: Yeah, I think the the chance of Ebron getting in the end zone is a lot easier than Austin Hooper. Yeah.
1: I mean, but, uh, two weeks ago, Austin Hooper did see like 15 targets.
0: Yeah, but it's just not – it doesn't always happen. No. So so these are our DFS picks for the playoffs. Again, we're going to be moving DFS um, You know, all throughout the playoffs. We're still here to win money, guys. So DFS isn't going to change – let us know how you guys are doing. Let us know your thoughts. But, James, if they did want to outreach us with questions or they wanted to just uh, chat, where could they find us at?
1: Uh, Twitter, Facebook, at the TFL Monsters, Apple Podcast, Anchor of the Fantasy Monsters.
0: Perfect. So, guys, uh, thanks again for listening to the another, another week with the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James, and we'll catch you next week. Have a go. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heated on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten. I can be cool, man, like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you. Yeah, I
1: feel like a monster. And I'm just in a show Let's go!